The Jolt. The Jolt. This is The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XMLQ. Mm-hmm. Don't make me sick, honey, because it'll be very ugly. That is the uh, current single by Dina Delicious. It's Hello. called Tick, Tick, Trick. And she's here. How yeah. exciting. I'm Larry Flick, and this is The Jolt on Sirius XM LQ. We want to thank Jill Soloway and Mario Correa for stopping by. Um, so we rarely get Dina all alone on a non-RuPaul Drag Race day. So it's nice yeah. to have you here. Wow. I'm untucked today. She's untucked today, <laughs> and it's Monday. She is feeling the start of the week fantasy. I, it's more of a nightmare. I'm like, <laughs> I worked last night, and I was like laying in that bed. I was like, you have to go to sleep something, because Larry will beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but she showed up with a really fierce blow dry today. I know, right? yeah, I even, Hairpins and everything. Yeah, I didn't give her a fuck. So it was like, okay, I just got to go out the door. You look great. I just have to get out. You always look good, though. Oh, thank you. So, so Dina Delicious is a, a part of the Jolt family. She joins us every Thursday to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, um, and she's just really yeah family. She uh, happens to be trans, and um, and we were talking on Thursday off the air about the Bruce Jenner interview that was uh, coming on Friday, and she's like, I am, I know I'm going to have some stuff to say. And I'm like, well, then, if you can drag yourself in here early, let's do it. So let's recap for everybody that, of course, unless you've been in outer space, Bruce Jenner revealed. <laughs> they know there, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bruce Jenner came out as trans on, uh, on the... Uh, a very special two-hour edition of 2020 that aired on Friday with Diane Sawyer. 17 million people tuned in. That is 10 million more on the average than normally view ABC. And it's the uh, the uh, uh, highest rating that uh, the show 2020 has gotten since the year 2000. How um, many does the Super Bowl get? Oh well, a lot more than that. Yeah. We're talking like like double that probably. Mm. So, it, it, but it's it's an undeniably one of the top television she's events of the year. She's gonna turn something else out because she's a decathlon queen. You know she is. <laughs> you know she is. So I w I have to say because you and I have not spoken. Um, we've I've been reading your Facebook reaction. Maybe you've read mine. I'm not sure. Yeah, I did read yours. But uh, I, I I anticipated being really cynical and gross about it, and I was very moved. Well, I think a lot of people thought that it was going to be some sort of a train wreck, and they kind of saw, uh, they got to see a, 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 a person, a human being that we've all grown so familiar with in such a different way. Yeah. I think it was probably the most honest way I've seen him forever and i'm still using him because that's what he yeah. has chosen for us to use he's chosen for at least for now to for be now. bruce and to be him his and uh, so let's take that when you were going through your transition when you were beginning your process did you hold on to your your boy persona until no you were fully dina no no i never felt like i was not fully dina so it's like i think like the you know, everybody's narrative and everybody's story is very different. His story is at 65 years old. Yeah. Mine was at 17. Yeah. Very different. Very different. Very, very different because so, you were still starting life. But there's a l very different but very similar. Shockingly, a lot of similarities in what he was saying was really like I held, I was getting ready for work and so I had makeup on and I was like, I can't cry, I can't cry, I can't cry. 
But there were a lot of them. Like what? Not wanting to hurt people because of who you are. So you hold back. You know, I was a first child. So in an Italian family and a Catholic upbringing. And um, I came from a family not of privilege, unlike Bruce. And I really didn't have, we didn't have much. And I always felt like a kind of a provider mm. in some way. So, you know, I started to work at a very young age. And I felt like my transition would affect people and I would hurt my mother. Where I've always wondered this because uh, I'm Italian as well. And, and when you're born a boy in an Italian-American family. Yeah. Um, Especially the firstborn. So you were the firstborn as the well. Firstborn. That's what I was going to ask because I was the firstborn as well. And I was constantly reminded that I was the firstborn. So, and so was I. So what, and that takes on its own life within you. I it really does. It really does. There's a does. lot of guilt. But a lot, you enormous know. guilt. I remember the only negativity I got from my parents when I came out as gay was that the name was going to end with me. The family mm. name would end with me because there were no other boys. Um, but I didn't go through. I it's mean, funny because I always told my mother she was never getting a child from me. Really? Even as a, even as a kid, like. I was very blunt about that. I remember I never let her believe that that, like that was going to be what happened for me. Did you, we, we, we often wonder if, if LGBT people, particularly T's, uh, go through the, the worry and the, the decision whether or not to continue life. Did you ever find yourself suicidal? Yeah. I've, been there t I would say like there at least twice yeah how old were you um I think it was right after high school and then right when my mom died yeah I lost my mom very tragically and suddenly and it shook me just shook the shit out of me like, how old were you um it was seven years ago seven years ago yeah and it was like I, I just was thinking like, you know, it's a struggle yeah. every day and people think it's not. And I, you know, I, I, I can act the, and I could shrug shit off because I have thicker skin. I'm from a thicker time where I, people weren't so sensitive. And there's just some days that it's just too much. Well, yeah, of course it is. And it's just a culmination of things. It's not just being trans in itself, but. It's a lot of things, but I, you know, I always think to myself that I, I have to, I have a voice and I have to use this voice and I have to use this for good. And if I do something stupid, then what good comes out of it? Yeah. You know, at least have that rationalization in my head. Get well, you through. And I think, and I think there's enormous power. I didn't always believe this, but I do very, very much believe that there's enormous power in luring people in with entertainment and with joy and silly and all of that laughter and then once you have them well i think the best comedy comes from the greatest sadness yeah but you can bring people to all kinds of levels of intensity once you have them i believe that's what i was born to do yeah and, you know i think there's a lot of sides of me as a human being that um i don't get to show yet you're just starting in your career. Right, but I, I mean, I mean, I, it may feel like forever. I'm but I'm just allowed to have a career. Yeah, 
Yeah. So this when is you... brand new for it's not brand new to me. It's brand new to the world. Yeah. You know, so I'm finally allowed to even think about having a career because at one point when I was 18 years old and I and I left the high school of performing arts, it was like, well, what are you going to do? What you have this training, you have this, you have that, but nobody want nobody. There's nothing for you to do as as a trans woman in the entertainment industry. So when you saw Bruce at was he sixty something? I don't sixty five. Sixty five. Um, talking about the need to wait because that was the, the to me the most profound one of the many profound. I should correct myself. One of the many profound things that that he said was, "I have to wait." I had right. to make sure my kids were out of the house. I needed to make sure that everybody I had made a commitment to was taken care of before I could do that. I don't think that's a very odd. I, some people may feel that that's odd. I don't think that's odd. I think he, it's like, it's what a lot of trans people go through mm. because of that. There's a shame that they feel associated to it. There's a guilt. But what I found that was really um, telling is how many is that everybody really knew what was going on? Yeah, and he even was under um, HRT hormone replacement therapy for five years. That was shocking. I did not for five years, and every woman in his life knew. That to me is sh- shocking. Not in a in a way l- that. Um, not in a, in a sensationalized way, but in a way that shows us how times have so much changed. Mm. Mm. What did you think about the fact that uh, Diane Sawyer, and I think rightly so, was quizzing Bruce about sexuality? And he kept saying that there's a difference between sexuality and gender identity. Well, yeah, sexual, sexuality is between your legs and gender is between your ears. Right. And eventually he said... Listen, I've got enough on my plate right now. I'm not thinking about getting it on. And why don't you just let's okay, so if you need something, I'm going to say I'm asexual. Right. Which, I thought it was the right I thought he handled that very um cuz we want to know even if it's none of our business. I, it's none of our business. I know we want to know, but I think he's already explained that in his own way by say, by seeing that he's always by saying he's always been heterosexual. He does have an attraction to women. So I think in his he's still trying to figure out terms and I think at that point the fear of saying the wrong thing was very present yeah in in his mind you could see the fear in his face there was a lot of fear of saying the wrong thing yeah. and I, so I don't think he thought that it would be palatable for America if he was to say that he was a transgender lesbian cuz let's just get past let's get into the trans part we could deal with the lesbian part later. Yeah, that's where I. That's how I was thinking of where his head was at during the interview. I agree with you. I mean, I was thinking more and more that you know he. I actually respected the fact that he wasn't even thinking about boning. That you know that if you're if that's where your mind is, you might need a little bit more therapy before right. you go into this physiological shift because. I don't know. I mean, I've never, I've never not identified as a as a man, as a male gender right. person. Um, it's so foreign to me. But you, you, despite the fact that I know I have very feminine traits and I I celebrate those, um, 
I couldn't imagine being just I, I couldn't imagine being caught up in sexual thoughts if I'm still trying to just figure out like physicality. Well, I think it's a lot. He's been on this road for many, many years. And he's had a lot of sex. He's a lot of kids. A I lot of kids. But I don't. Th- I don't really. I. I think that. Ow! I just hit myself. I don't think that. Um. He's worried about sex right now. I think he's trying to take care of himself. Which is a good thing. You know. Which is a great thing. Which is very rare that a trans person gets to do that. So his privilege. He sits and he's able to sit in his privilege as well as his transition. But so I also, he's very proud. But I also think that there's something of uh, um, more open about it. I was, I was thinking about this and, and thinking if more trans people in general would, I wouldn't say answer the question because, you know, it's none of my business, for example, what the state of your genitalia is. I ain't asking well, trans that. people are not their bodies. Right. Um, but I think that I think that if there were just maybe a little more lightness about it, or maybe just a little bit more, I think I think he did. I, I think, love that when he said that we have to handle this with a little bit of humor. Yeah, it's kind of like the thing I've handled my whole life with. Not that I'm laughing at myself in any way, but with a little bit of humor, it's easy, you can help people make it more palatable well humor right. invites people and, yeah, and, invites and a lack in. of humor pushes people away and and i think one of the reasons why you know i personally fell for you upon introduction and why the people who listen to this show have increasingly fallen for you is that you take yourself very seriously but you don't take yourself so seriously that you can't have a laugh and i think the ability to have a laugh about everything Kind of like it's almost like a vamp, you know, uh, warding up a vampire with a cross. It's like it's not that hard. Just hold it up in the air. It's not yeah. that hard. And I think you know, he, I thought he was. I think if more people just not answered the question, but delineated clearly, as opposed to taking a, a stance of, of of offense and defense, it well, would be I different. Think I think if I don't think that talking about what your genitals are are important. I don't think so either. But, but I think that there's a question that, that people want. There's questions that people want to know, and there are questions that they should be told. They should have answers to, and there are some that are just really none of their business. Yeah, and I think I think that there are times, I mean, you know, I haven't been asked about my genitals, but I have spent the better part of the last 30 years that I've been an openly gay man answering where I put them. Because I get asked the same question as well. There you go. If you're and, li- yeah, I get it. And 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 the fact of the matter is, you know, I've always had an answer. It's not always been a direct and clear answer, but I've always had something to say. Right. And it hasn't, you know. And I think it depends on how the question is posed. I think if if you if you asked respectfully, of then, course, I think then, any respectful question deserves a respectful answer. Yeah. I mean, if people are asking and they're like, who, 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 then it's like, listen, dude. Right. You know, bend over and I'll show you. Hello. <laughs> but and I, there you go as a jolt. <laughs> yeah, but I do. But I also think that he, I think he handled it really well. I think that he's, but he's, like he said, he's been waiting his whole lifetime. Yeah. That's 65 years. If he couldn't handle it well after 65 years, then you shouldn't be. 
maybe you shouldn't have done it on TV. I thought it was really, really powerful. I thought Diane Sawyer was amazing. I thought she knew when to push and when not. But I, but I thought, and I'm, I'm curious to know what your ver what your version of this is when he said toward the end that he's just looking forward to wearing nail polish until it chips. I thought that was really sweet because I was saying earlier, I couldn't wait until I could shave my face for a reason as opposed to playing make-believe man. Um, I think that trans people take... Um, those little things are those so... Those little things are so they're important. They're so important. So what and was, what that said to me was that he puts it on, he has to put it on, he puts it on in such a hurry and he takes it off in such a hurry yeah. from shame. Well, and so he wants to be by able the way, to you've got that. a fierce manicure, girl. My nails are broken. How dare you? No, <laughs> no, you do. You've got long, beautiful yes. fingers. Oh, thank you. I have piano player fingers. My mother used to tell me. <laughs> so, so, but what was that little thing for you? That little thing that nobody would think mm. was significant in feeling like you were a gal. You know, I think it's some things are are a bit different because I didn't. I didn't dress or any of or anything like that in shame really. So I don't remember like I remember perfume but I would wear it anyway. Like I was very like at some point maybe at 13 I just didn't give a fuck. You know. So you were always just immersed in I didn't some care expression anymore. of it. I had Vaseline on my eyelids, on my lips, my mother's Angel Leon, I just didn't get care. I was like so, you know. I but then there was. I remember there was two years that I went. I was working at this ice cream store, mm -hmm. and I was like, no, I can't. This is like too much. And I was like, I had ex like I, so. I understood the excelling and whatever was in front of you, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so for those two years, I was like, big sweatshirt with a hoodie, kind of thing, wearing like, you know. U2 fan kind of thing, you know, like that pre-hipster before they were hipsters. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so I, I, and then I was like, then I started to give a fuck again because I was like, this is not working. I've tried for, I, as a young teenager, I tried to not be me. And then it was just like, I'm done. Like, I'll remember, like, the, the, the things that people would say. And, and I was in performing arts high school, so I used to get away with a lot of shit. But I used to have, like, these two kids in school that would just torture me. And these are, like, actors and, like, supposedly some sort of evolved type of artistic people. Mm. And I left that school, and I really, like, you know, it just changed me because I didn't have to, I didn't really didn't worry about, who I was anymore. It was like either I was going to kill myself or I was wearing every perfume or and buying every pair of panties. It was like activism. It was defiance. It was my own, you know, and I always yeah. say like every day that I present myself to the world without, without apologies is the day I'm living my total, total truth. You know, and that's how I feel. Like, I feel like I wake up and whatever I have to do and I do it that day, I've won. I don't, I take it one day at a time, if that makes any sense. It makes like, perfect sense. I, you know, I, I I think about like I do the I, I plan my future and this and that, but you just don't know. Life is fragile, and um, I just try to go through it my own way. And if I can make someone smile in some way, then hurrah. Mm. You know, 
Very interesting indeed. We're going to continue. We're holding on to Dina Delicious into our next hour. We're going to continue chatting and uh, and talk about how the rest of the world is going to receive Bruce once the trans. Because you know, it's very easy to say I accept Bruce Jenner as a woman when he's still using male pronouns and he looks like a dude. Um, there are many, many, many more steps on the ladder. We're going to talk about that with Dina as we continue. No time to pretend. Dust off and try again. Straight out of lion's den. Strong as a thousand men. 